Professor Stephen Gordon, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Professor, first of all, how unusual is this new ministry of middle-class prosperity? Is, is that something that we've ever heard before? Well, no, um, and that sort of gives some idea of just how serious uh, an effort it is, especially since we really no idea what uh, kind of mandate she's going to have. And what is the middle class in Canada, and does something like that term differ from country to country? Is it something that is related to how the overall economy works? Well, there is no official definition of the middle class, and generally when uh, an economist would try to make some kind of a study about the idea, they're what they probably interpret it as, as middle income, so that would be someone whose income is in the middle of the income distribution, which would, in Canada that would mean someone who's making around thirty-five dollars or $40,000. This would be like line 150 of your federal tax return. And that would be the median, half above, half below. If you want a class, I guess you'd have an, an interval around that. Uh, for You could choose something like you know, between twenty dollars and $55,000 a year would put you in the middle third, one-third above, one-third below. That would be one definition. That would be a popular choice. But there is no uh, set definition for what the middle class is. You would, it would vary from person to person, and you can really define it how you want, which is part of the, well, as far as your political communications go, being able to define it whatever way you want is part of its charm. Does the federal government, for its own political purposes, uh, class the middle class or, or define the middle class in some way? No, they don't. Uh, they've, in fact, made a special effort to avoid doing so. The one time uh, they came up with, a, with an official definition in response to requests made in the House of Commons, they came up with something like somebody who uh, wants a good life and wants a good life for their children. It was based on values. They didn't give a number, and they certainly didn't give a number for income saying, above this, you're no longer middle class, or below this, you're no longer middle class. Is the term middle class, uh, again, relevant to the overall economy? I mean, if somebody owns a house in Canada and uh, has a, you know, a job that pays relatively well, would that in some context be classified as upper class in other countries? Well, I guess. Um, that's the thing. You really do have to choose what your reference population is. If you're going to talk about Canada, that's Canada. Um, sometimes people want to break this down. Well, you know, middle class in uh, you know Toronto is not the same thing as middle class in Prince Edward Island uh, but that means if you're going to start doing that that means you're going to start excluding people you know like if you're, if you're only going to look at people in Toronto that means you're excluding everybody else and you have to have a really good reason to do that once you decide that you're going to look at Canada then well you look at Canada if you're not going to you can look at the world yeah the uh, you know most of Canada would be upper class as far as the, you know on a world scale so there's no obvious reason to talk about the middle uh, except that you know, you want to uh, you know look there, and there are some times when you might want to do that if you sort of see problems in the middle. For example, in the United States recently, there's been a lot of discussion and evidence about problems in the middle of the income distribution, where you know declining median incomes or the hollowing out of the middle class, where the income distribution becoming more and more polarized between upper and lower. Uh, these things aren't happening in Canada, or at least they haven't been happening in Canada. So, once again, it's not really obvious why you'd focus on the middle class, at least from an economic policy point of view. But there have been some recent national surveys in which Canadians uh, identify themselves according to income, and, and they seem to indicate in the past uh, few years that a lot of Canadians who previously 
thought of themselves as middle class see their fortunes declining and, and perhaps now ending up in, in the lower classes? Um, well, what seems to be happening is that when people compare themselves to other, you know, other Canadians, they're looking mainly at the people who are earning more. There was an interesting study done at the University of Sherbrooke uh, a couple of years ago where they simply asked what class you self-identify with. Uh, the people in the bottom part of the distribution, the lower income people, the bottom third or so, they pretty much know exactly where they are. They, 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 they're in the bottom third of the distribution, and they know that they're in the bottom third of the distribution because they're, well, they know that two-thirds of people earn more than they, they do. But when you ask the same question for people in the upper incomes, the top quarter, top third, three-quarters of them classify themselves as middle income, as middle class, rather, because probably because they're looking at, you know, the top 1%. You know, someone's, there are people who will make you know, $200,000 a year. This means you're in the top 2%. You're not the top 1%. You're the top 2% of the income distribution. And these people, would, a lot of them, would think themselves as middle class because they're comparing themselves to millionaires. And so the, the notion of self-identification, certainly for politics, that kind of matters. But if, you know, objectively, these kinds of notions are kind of, uh, can be misleading. Professor Gordon, what are the kind of things that this new minister uh, is likely to face in this portfolio if we don't even really understand what the middle class is? Well, you know, her first problem is going to be realizing you know, is what kind of policy instrument she has, because she doesn't have a ministry. Uh, she is an associate minister of finance. And we already have a Minister of Finance. The Department of Finance reports to uh, the Minister of Finance, Bill Marneau. And so um, Madame Fortier is not going to have any kind of independent research, any kind of independent bureaucracy or budget to administer. So her, uh, her hands are going, are going to be tied in any, in any case. And, of course, just there's that. And then she's going to have to decide what, what's the actual problem she's trying to solve Middle, middle incomes in Canada have been doing reasonably well for the last 20 years. There's been steady growth. There's been you know, little or no evidence of hollowing out of the middle class in Canada. So what's, you know, what is the problem she's going to be trying to solve? I guess we'd have to wait for her mandate letter. But once again, the, uh, you know, for the last four years, the Liberals have, have made a pretty strenuous effort to avoid defining the middle class. I'd be very surprised if a, if a precise definition was given there. It, it sounds... A little vague. Is this perhaps political window dressing? I think so, yes. Uh, if you can't define it, and if you won't define it, then you have, to, you have to ask yourself what it's for. Professor Stephen Gordon, thank you so much for this. My pleasure.